Hey friends, welcome back to the No Wrong Turns podcast with Audrey the Hickman Hunter. I am Audrey and I'm your host and I am so happy that you're here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Every other Tuesday, we have an awesome guest come on and chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Subscribe today to the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Hickman Hunter on your podcast player app so that you will never miss an episode. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. How are you all doing? We're just coming off an awesome weekend. Chicago had some beautiful, beautiful 70, 80 degree weather. Was the perfect stage for tons of outdoor time. My favorite Italian ice place, Mario's, opened up for the season. And it's been open for three days. And I have been there two of the three days that has been open so far this season. So that means I got in some nice long walks as well as some bike rides in. This spring weather is amazing and just making me want to go and spend time outside. Friends, are you interested in being in a small group setting for listening, discussion, and action work with the main focus being on racial justice? I would invite you to consider joining my book club. Our May and June book selection is Minor Feelings by Kathy Park Hong. If you're interested in joining the conversation, our next book club meeting will be Tuesday, May 18th at 7.30 p.m. Chicago time. DM us on our social medias at NoWrongTurnsPod or email us at NoWrongTurnsPod at gmail.com for more info. Listeners, welcome to our 39th episode. This is part two with Lauren Rome Marks of Romer Skincare. Since there is so much to hear about in Lauren's story, we have her story and passions in two episodes. Last week, we heard part one of Lauren's story, how she shared how she grew up and landed a job on Wall Street for a decade, and then how she began to pivot her career to clean beauty skincare. This episode is our part two, where Lauren shares more about the planning, beginning phases, and launching of her clean beauty skincare line, Romer Skincare. If you did not get a chance to to listen to episode 38, that is our part one with Lauren Remarks, I would suggest pausing this episode to go and check out episode 38 and then giving this one episode 39 a listen. You are for sure going to want to lean in and not miss hearing Lauren's story as she talks about her passions of clean beauty, entrepreneurship, and Romer skincare. No matter if this is your story and you can relate to her or not, I believe that there is something in this episode for you. All right, here's my conversation with Lauren Remarks. So you you mentioned you launched uh, a year ago, and can you tell us, kind of take us through like what that looks like in today's world? Because that must have been right before we all, you know, went home (laughs) and (laughs) Corona became part of our daily vocab. Yeah. So I launched the brand in February of last year at the Soho House Chicago. And we had a launch party with 75 people. And then unheard of today. Yeah, right. And then a few weeks later, you know, I, I knew a lot of people who got sick and the world shut down. And I was in my apartment sitting at my kitchen counter trying to figure out what to do next. Mm-hmm. And so this year has been a cha- a challenging one. Um, I think it would have been challenging if. I experience, you know, if we had the pandemic or not, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's challenging to launch a business, especially one where I'm in an industry that's, that's pretty saturated. There's a lot of competitors, a lot of beauty brands out there. Um, I'm sure you have plenty of them in your, in your, in your cabinet, in your bathroom. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so we learned how to be creative. We learned how to adapt. We learned how to be persistent, try new things, figure out what works, what resonates. For me, what's incredibly meaningful is when I get people to try the products because mm -hmm. people are stubborn when it comes to their routines. And time and time again, I find people struggling like I struggled where, yeah. you know, they're experiencing maskne or they, um, you know, have a, they're experiencing dry winter months and, mm -hmm. you know, their, their skin's reacting and they want to feel better. They want to look better. They want a simple routine. They want to try clean products because they don't want, they want to get rid of those harsh chemicals. And yeah. Um, when I see the results and when I get to hear firsthand about how switching a routine or creating one to the extent you're a guy out there washing your face with soap, of our soap, um, yeah. you know, the, the, the idea of adding a cleanser at morning and night to wash your face, I, I don't know. I, I just think like it, it feels really good when um, the exact thing I'm trying to do, which is alleviate stress in our daily routine, I can do that and I can deliver that and hear it over and over again about people getting excited uh, that they love the products. And that's really the most rewarding part of, of launching a business and launching the business in this past year. That's awesome. Yeah. I think just like when you create something, like just in general, when you hear that people, you hear like the positive uh, feedback on how it's helped somebody. I think that is one of the most rewarding things. It's game changing. I mean, I can, I can literally see the results of what I've built um, and what I've created impacting people's lives. And look, I'm not like, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not curing cancer. I, I developed a skincare line, but, but this is something you do every day. And mm -hmm. so, you, bet, you know, just like washing your hair with shampoo, which hopefully we're not all washing our hair every single day, but because <laughs> um, they say you should only do it every few days. But just like that, you know, I like to be part of someone's daily routine and to be able to simplify it and give people time back and help people bond in the bathroom because, <laughs> you know, why shouldn't your partner be able to use your skincare, male, female, or whomever, you know? Um, and so, you know, I just, it's, it's, it's very cool. It's, it's very exciting. And it, it only enhances this passion I have, uh, for, for giving people the gift of good skin. Awesome. So when you're uh, mentioning, um, just other competitors and people in your sphere, it kind of made me think of a question. I have heard of, um, you know, lots of people like who kind of like put the sticker of clean beauty or that kind of thing on their products. So I'm just curious with your products, you kind of mentioned, I feel like your simplified idea. I haven't really heard too, too much from, from many other brands, or maybe they're implicitly or subconsciously saying it to me, but, uh, um, what kind of, can you tell us what sets you, uh, your, what sets Romer apart from other, other skincare, other clean beauty options? Sure. So when we were doing the research, the thing that we kept coming across was that the, the secrets to better skin were two things, simple ingredients and a consistent routine. So you get good products, you get good ingredients, you get clean ingredients, you're set. And if you use them consistently, 
whether, whether that's daily or every few days or whatever the instructions are and the directions are in the product, you're right. set. And so why Romer is different and the white space that I think Romer fills is this gap of being able to be used by both men and women, but you don't need many products. And there's not a lot of us out there who are claiming to work for all different skin types and both genders and also can do it in so few steps. Mm -hmm. And so I view this skincare as part of your daily routine, like drinking water or going to the bathroom. Yeah. That's what skincare should be. You should wash your face in the morning. You should moisturize in the morning. Go about your day. SPF too. That's the one product we don't make, but fingers crossed maybe in the future <laughs> we'll, we'll have a fourth product. And then at night, again, wash your face before you go to bed. Take off all the makeup if you're wearing makeup and either put on a moisturizer or sleep in an overnight mask. And you should have revived skin that's free and clear of irritation and blemishes and is nourished and moisturized and hydrated and all these things. And so that was the, that was the premise that we were trying to share. And that was where my frustration, you know, herein lies my frustration as I was on my skincare journey. Mm -hmm. um, it shouldn't be that complicated. Why do we, why do we need 50 different products? We really don't. Um, and, you know, I don't want to take away from the junkie who will always have, you know, space on her shelf to, for a million different products. But I do think there's this person out there who, quite frankly, doesn't, doesn't give, you know, two hoots um, <laughs> about, about what it is they're using, but they just want it to work and they want it to be yeah. good and they want it to be easy. And that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to create solutions for people who wanted it to be easy. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always will know how much you will get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with your advertisers that fit your audience. That is podgo.co. That is P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. All right, back to Lauren's story. Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, Romer launched a clean skincare line that covers all of your skin needs. They prove that you don't need a million serums and eye creams to get better skin. Why we love them. Clean ingredients and effective results with just three-step routine that even you and your partner can share. I am so excited to have Romer Skincare as our sponsor today because today on our episode, we have Lauren Rome Marks herself, the founder of Romer Skincare, on the podcast to share her story and her passion of creating a clean and simple skincare line. Right now, I am loving how hydrating this line is leaving my skin. During the wintertime, or when the air is drier, I often feel the need to add a moisturizing oil so my skin does not dry out. Since using the Romer Skincare, I have not needed to use the extra oil step for my skin's hydration. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our listeners 20% off by using the code PASSIONPOD. That is P-A-S-S-I-O-N-P. 
P-O-D on their website, romerskincare.com. That is R-O-M-E-R-S-K-I-N-C-A-R-E.com. No stress, no clutter, just happy skin. All right, back to Lauren's story. Awesome. I think that's definitely something that uh, I always am looking for is like less steps. I like go through my cabinets every once in a while, like bathroom cabinets. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I bought this. I tried it once. I hated it, but I just shoved it in the back. Cause I, you know, like I spent the 20 bucks on it or however much, you know, it's amazing how much like money <laughs> I'm like, I can't get, I can't do anything. Like, I wish you, you could get more samples uh, in our life sometimes like before we buy it. Cause I'm beauty is like very cost costly. Yes. And then, you know, how many times do you, you get convinced to buy something cause you see some fancy little picture, you mm-hmm. know, either on Instagram or social media or somewhere yeah. and you use it once and you, you never use it again, or you don't like the smell or yes, what have you. Um, and so, you know, we're all victim of that and it's a problem that, you know, everyone faces, but I think what we found is that people who are willing to adapt and it's hard to get people to change, but once you are willing to get on that bandwagon of, okay, like it's a fresh start, whether it's, you know, the new year or, um, you know, just trying to get some stuff out of your kitchen or out of your bathroom, that clutter mm-hmm. out of your bathroom and thus in your kitchen and in your closet too, you know, yeah, the, all of all that, <laughs> all of that, all that, um, you know, that would be a good place to start. Awesome. So, um, you mentioned there's three products. There's the cleanser and you said, was it a serum or a moisturizer? Moisturizer and an overnight mask. And is the overnight mask, whenever I think of mask, I usually think of like, you know, the sheet you put on your face, but is this more of a cream or what is that like? It is a heavy whipped cream into the skin. It, uh, is meant to be applied with a pretty thick layer. It, Mm -hmm. It smells really nice. So you heavenly when you go to bed and you sleep in it and then you're meant to wash it off in the morning. Okay. Awesome. Well, that sounds pretty simple. Just one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's exactly what we're going for, right? Like you can say, oh, wow, they're ethically sourcing the ingredients. Everything's organically grown. They skip the harsh stuff. Um, and I know that it's going to work on my skin. What more could I want? And so, you know, that's, that's the reason, that's the reason, those are the reasons we launched the line. Awesome. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask you about your line that you, um, that I should ask you? I don't think so. Um, you know, we're getting some really great highlights from press and editors, which is exciting. We recently won best face wash by the knot. Uh, so wow, that's prestigious. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So anyone who is getting ready for your wedding, uh, we're a good place to start if you're looking to, to fix your skincare routine. Um, because the knot has officially approved us. <laughs> that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And you know, I, I think the only other thing would be now in today's world, we're all looking to, for community. We're all looking for, yeah. you know, for, for friends and for people and for activities because, um, you know, it, it's a, it's been a tough challenging year. I don't need to be the one to tell anyone that. Not groundbreaking. <laughs> no. And so I just think, um, 
you know, the, the, the more we can all look to each other to help lift us up in, in a boosting way, whether that's self-care, self-confidence, whatever you got to do, do it mm -hmm. because, and that's really what Romer is all about, uh, helping people feel their best. And so, you know, it doesn't have to be in skincare. It can be in whatever, drinking wine, go, mm -hmm. go learn about wine and become a wine connoisseur. Who knows? But my point is, you know, find something that will bring you happiness, um, especially this, this year and, and do that, do that with, you know, do that with passion, do that with a lot of, um, energy because you'll, you, even if it's not changing your whole career and leaving your day job to go start, start a business around it, I think you'll find a lot of your own fulfillment in, in doing one of those types of activities. And, and mine happens to be skincare. I think that's awesome. Um, this, uh, this year I was, or a couple of weeks ago before the, before the new year, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one it was, but it was an old podcast and somebody on there was talking about, um, their word of the year. And I just kept hearing the word like quality. And mm. so this year I chose my word of the year to be quality. Cause I just kept seeing like, God just kept placing it like, in. I just kept hearing that word, seeing that word in all these different places. So, because I think that kind of like what you're saying, like it, it goes along those same lines of like investment in quality. Like when you're saying yes to something like when you're to research it's like your time and your your energy and like where you're focusing and saying yes to these areas of having like quality in your in whatever uh you know area you're choosing you are choosing to say no to something else but i think definitely like in you like your instance of like quality skincare like saying yes to something simple and yes to like three easy steps and no to 25 other things, you know, junking up your drawer or mm -hmm. not everything, you know, is, is going to do that. But sometimes, you know, I'm definitely victim to like, Ooh, that looks good. Or, Oh, that's easy. Okay. Let me just put that in my cart, you know? Um, but I definitely really can resonate with that. Yeah. I think it's a good, I love this idea of quality for 2021 and perhaps we can encourage everyone to find something that that relates to this concept of quality and and you know do it with intention yeah i think that's definitely very important so i wanted to ask you just pivot a little bit and i wanted to ask you uh, kind of two, two questions, but uh, under the same umbrella about myths. I wanted to know, is there any myths that you believed about um, skincare before you became, um, you know, a skincare enthusiast and researcher and all the things that you do or any myths that you've learned since, um, since all this learning that you've um, kind of taken in in the last couple of years that you've heard and you're like, this is actually not true about skincare and anything that you could kind of help enlighten us. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of chatter in the industry right now about um, whether clean ingredients are, are, are effective and whether you need, you know, whether something that comes off a tree or a bush or a plant mm -hmm. is, as effective as something that's created in a science lab. And those are the two ends of the spectrum, right? One is yeah. very much nature, and on the other end is very much science. Mm -hmm. And a, a, there, you know, there are people in both camps, and for a long time, 
anyone who was a, a doctor, like a dermatologist, would really only be on the very hard, you know, not harsh, but because I don't want to say it because that sounds too negative, but the active ingredient camp over here mm -hmm. on the science end. And then you'd have a lot of these for lack of a better term, like a hippy dippy yeah. on the nature end, you know, harvesting wild crops and creating, you know, farms that the ingredients come from. Right. And so I think a lot of people don't talk about what's in the middle and that's where we sit, Romer sits. And um, you can have clean ingredients that, and you can also have scientific ingredients, things that aren't necessarily found in nature, and both sets can, can work really well. And so mm -hmm. from the, the specific skincare, you know, myth busting, I think um, it totally depends on the product. It totally depends on what you're looking to accomplish and what you're looking to get out of it. But you can have effective results on either end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Um, and that includes the ingredient CBD, uh, cannabis oil, which comes from the hemp plant, which is the non-psychoactive derivative of the marijuana plant. Um, but it, you know, there's a lot of research being kicked around about whether topically uh, it does what people think it does. And the ingredient's been used for decades, you know, for a very long time before it was even, you know, seen as, as this fuzzy new ingredient, mm -hmm. hemp oil, um, as something to help reduce inflammation in the skin and redness and soothe irritation and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I think there are plenty of ingredients out there um, that are really powerful. It's just a function of how they're being manufactured and, you know, what, what, where they come from and what the content that, you know, the amount, the percentages are in, in the bottle. Hey listeners, some of you may have heard a big part of my story on how I started this podcast. During my day job, I get to listen to podcasts all day long as I'm working. The ones I really enjoy are the ones that encompass someone's story and their passions. Since I'm an avid podcast listener, I wanted to share some podcasts and podcast episodes that I have enjoyed and that I think you might enjoy as well. This week, I want to share with you a podcast called Preachers and Sneakers with Ben Kirby. Originally, I found this podcast through the Preachers and Sneakers Instagram. I believe the Instagram started sometime before the pandemic did. I started to follow just because I thought this was a funny commentary on megachurch and celebrity church culture. Ben, the creator of the account, then developed a podcast that I checked out, also titled the same as his Instagram, Preachers and Sneakers. This podcast is the ultimate Christian culture podcast where they wrestle with tough questions about for-profit faith, Christian self-help, and celebrity culture within faith communities. This is an interview-based podcast that questions the status quo, and this is hosted by Ben Kirby, who's the creator of the Preachers and Sneakers Instagram account, which highlights the value of your favorite pastor's footwear. I will link the podcast details in the show notes. All right, back to Lauren's story. On the other end of the myth spectrum, uh, it's really about kind of like starting a business and and following my passion. Um, you would think that it's all fun and 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 no stress. Uh, yeah, right. It's not. <laughs> yeah, right. If anything, I am probably more intense now than I was when I was working those crazy hours on Wall Street. Wow. Um, that being said, of course, I do have a lot of freedom now 
Mm-hmm. And so there, you know, I'm, and since I'm less focused on this outcome, like this, this artificial outcome, um, I'm really just enjoying the ride. So even though it, it comes with greater stress, I think, um, I'm putting one foot in front of the other a little bit better in today, mm-hmm. you know, in today's world. So I mean, and maybe that comes with age, who knows, but, mm-hmm. uh, a little older, a little wiser, I don't know, but you know, that's all we can do, right? Wake up each morning, put one foot in front of the other. Every day is a new day and we live to fight another fight. Awesome. If somebody is listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, wow, this sounds awesome. Like the clean, clean, easy, um, natural, like simple steps. Um, I'm interested in learning more about maybe either we could take maybe just kind of like the clean beauty idea and, or, um, your skin, skincare line. What, what guidance or recommendations could you give them? About diving into becoming a skincare enthusiast themselves? Yeah, sure. Uh, you could take it there. I, I also think also too, I think we hear like a lot of things about clean beauty and I hear that term thrown out, thrown around a lot. So I'm just also kind of personally curious, like what for resources or sources or like information that you, that you trust? Sure. So there's a lot out there on clean beauty and what is its actual definition? Mm-hmm. Um, does it mean that it's clean ingredients that we put on our skin that we don't, you know, that non-clean ingredients would mean that they're absorbed and we don't want those absorbed into our skin? Or do we mean clean like, oh, it's not going to hurt the planet? Um, is it going to enter our waterway and kill the coral reef? You know, mm-hmm. what? there's all these different ways that you can describe you know, clean. Um, There are ingredients out there and the EU does a great job of this. They banned about 1300 ingredients, whereas the U.S. is a little behind. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've, they've done an awesome job of adhering to this standard of not allowing beauty companies to put harsh, put to put those bad ingredients into their products. And so there are plenty of companies who aren't based in Europe, like mine, who mm-hmm. adhere to the standard despite not being based there, but still hold themselves to that accountability. Mm-hmm. And um, there's now that now that there's this clean standard that's a regulatory consideration, many retailers have pivoted off that and have created their own standards. You'll see mm-hmm. clean at Sephora. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of clean retailers who have their own sustainability standards um, and some organizations have followed suit. So there are now these nonprofit organizations that their whole mission is to just educate on clean ingredients, why things are harmful for our skin, why they're harmful for the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, things like animal testing, like we're cruelty free. Does the company allow testing on animals? Of course not. Hopefully you hope you're buying products where they clearly display that they're cruelty free. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of education that can be done around clean beauty, clean, the clean industry, um, finding products that are cleaner and there's differing degrees. Like I talked about earlier of that spectrum of, of science versus nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, one has to, to decide where are they going to draw the line? Just because right. an ingredient is organic, like our organic aloe 
uh, our aloe vera that's in our cleanser, our cleanser is an aloe base, doesn't necessarily mean that that product is clean. For us, it does. But, you know, out there, I'm just saying organic doesn't equal clean. Mm -hmm. So those are some, you know, those are some things. It depends how deep you want to go into diving into what what a product is all about. My, my whole recommendation for anyone out there who's thinking, oh my God, this seems like, this seems like a hot mess. Like I don't even want to go near it. It's too confusing, whatever. Just try to find a company, a brand that stands by their mission, their vision, and make sure that that kind of aligns, hopefully that aligns with your objectives and what you're looking to accomplish. And I I think you can find very quickly the brands out there that really uh, promote this idea that they want to be fully transparent. They want to share as much as they possibly can to the consumer. And there are plenty of brands in all industries. It's not just in the clean beauty industry. This happens in, in clothing with sustainability. Do you want to follow fast fashion or do you want to promote artisans who, uh, you know, a company is trying to provide economic development and, and, and change in that, in that area of the world. And I think there's, there, there are choices we can make as consumers whenever we buy these products. Mm-hmm. And when you're shopping a drugstore brand or you're shopping a small business, it doesn't matter. Every brand should be evaluated with that same you know, set of standards that you would apply if you were, um, you know, the same thing that you put in your body, you'd want to apply that same logic when you're putting it on your body. And mm-hmm. I say that to everyone who's getting started in, in with clean beauty or uh, with clean products and sustainable products and on their own sustainable journey. And it's never too late to start just because you've been using that $5 cream from, mm-hmm. you know, your corner drugstore doesn't mean you can't now invest in something slightly more expensive. And now you know why you're spending a little mm-hmm. bit more and you understand the efficacy and the story behind it and how things, um, how things were created. I think that's awesome. I really like the way you kind of like encourage, like, it's okay if you're, this is where you're at, like you can start somewhere. And I really liked that you highlighted the um, idea behind uh, mission statements. I never actually thought to like look there for kind of like concise claims um, of things that you would want to, that you could kind of check, am I for this? Am I not? Is this something I'm interested in? Or is this like a a no-go kind of uh, statement? So I think that's really good. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I've been trying to do it um, very much in my own in my own life, especially given the powerful statements that people had made this summer. You know, I, I want to support brands that are founded by women, people of color. Um, I, you know, I, I, I very much want to partner with those companies. We want to make sure that we're investing in the change we want to see in the world. And that starts with everything, you know, everything from the stuff that we buy um, to the, to the people we interact with and engage with on a day-to-day basis. That's awesome. I think that's really good. I feel definitely in this past um, Christmas season, I think this, that has been something that I've been not a hundred percent because I didn't do, you know, a total 180, but definitely like in invested in researching, like for some different gifts of like, Oh, uh, 
is this a small business? Is this like a woman owned business? Um, that kind of thing to see like where, you know, voting with my dollar to see like where it's going. Um, I mean, I did buy, stuff on, I did buy stuff <laughs> on Amazon, but That's I, okay. I, but what I had a balance of both. It, it's, you know what? Amazon is here to stay and there will always be, you know, that light bulb you need. I'm sorry. I wish <laughs> we could get it from the local business around the corner, but there are just some things that are going to be easier to purchase on Amazon. So I don't fault you for that. And I'm a victim too. <laughs> and you said, I think at the beginning that you are going to be soon to be on Amazon. Is that correct? Yeah, that's actually right. So <laughs> world, um, you can actually get both now You're be able to shop women owned shop small, but also do it on Amazon. Yeah. Amazon has been interesting for me in that realm of being able to see, because you are able to see like smaller companies or whatever, but you just kind of have to do your own like side research on, is this actually like good for me? Is this like living up to the claims or is it not? Yeah. I think it's always hard because, um, there are a lot of third party sellers. Amazon's done a good job to control that. Um, which is why it's taking us so long to even get on the platform. Um, but I, you know, I, I think the, the, it, it's more for ease and convenience, but mm -hmm. I will say as someone who's on the other side now, if you have the choice of buying it on, um, someone's website versus buying it on Amazon, if you can get it on their website, it actually really does help the business much more than buying it on Amazon. Little right. secret. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, um, I, I remember hearing somebody say like, okay, you can just check on Amazon and then try to buy it from their website. And I was like, oh, I mean, that's a, that's a simple, it's very simple though. Just an extra step. Yeah. I mean, just an extra couple clicks, you know? <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us and listening to our awesome guests as they come on and chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Thank you so much. I am so honored and humbled that you would choose to download these conversations every other week through inviting me to your earbuds, your Alexas, your Google Homes, wherever you listen to us. Thank you so much, friend. I am so grateful. Can you do me a favor? If you have not already subscribed to the podcast, would you do that? Whichever app or podcast player you're listening to us on? If you're already subscribed, thank you. Thank you so much. That makes a huge difference. If you wouldn't mind, I would love it if you would share the show with a friend. I've been about so many shows through recommendations from friends. Maybe some of you have found out about this show through a friend sharing it with you. Lastly, would you please leave a rating or review on whichever podcast player or app you're listening to us on? Thank you so much. I know that these things may seem really small, subscribing, sharing the show, leaving a rating or review, but they make a huge difference in new listeners finding the No Wrong Turns pod. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here, for listening, and for cheering on the No Wrong Turns pod. Thanks for subscribing, sharing, and reviewing the show. Alrighty, back to Lauren's story. So I have one more question for you before we close our time. And that is a question we ask everybody who comes on the podcast. And that is, what is fueling you um, today? What's fueling your passion? So this could be anything from maybe a, a new route that you're walking with your dog or a new drink, a new TV show, um, a new milestone or something that you're learning. Um, so what's fueling you today? Yeah, so um, I love this idea of listening to you, meaning the proverbial you, in my mm -hmm. case, it's me, <laughs> um, and figuring out what I need in that moment and making sure that I give myself 
um, that flexibility. If that means I want to sit and watch Netflix and binge on a show, I'm going to allow myself to do that. Um, it's allowed me to be a lot nicer to myself um, and, you know, help me with my own self-care routine. Um, I, I've, been, I've been kinder to myself as a result, which is always a challenge for someone who's uh, holds herself to very high standards. Um, but it's, but it's really been, you know, that's really been fueling me. It's just this idea that I can take a break and, um, Mm -hmm. knowing when to take those breaks and actually doing it. Um, and, and that's the vulnerability, right? I've, I've learned that I can be vulnerable and I can tell people that, um, it's been a challenge of mine for many, many years, but, um, now I, it's, it's imperative that I do so, so that I don't have that same burnout effect mm-hmm. that I experienced a few years ago before I left the investment bank. Um, and on that note, you know, I think as people are trying to find inspiration or sources of creativity in today's world, my, my biggest piece of advice on that, on that idea is to really find your why. You know, what motivates you? Um, and I found mine. And so now I'm backtracking and trying to like adjust and, and take it easy a little bit. Mm-hmm. But think about it. Life is, life is short. And especially over this past year, you know, we, we've learned you can't take anything. You can't take anything in life for granted. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why not spend our time on this planet doing something you love. And, and that's really my final message, which is just that I hope people do a little bit of self-discovery in the next few months. Um, understand your why, understand what motivates you, understand that purpose, which, um, you know, is something we talked a lot about today, passion and, and my pivot. Um, and, and do something you love. And you don't have to just 180 your life and move, you know, move from New York to Chicago to do it. Um, you can, you can do it in in pieces and it can be small increments, but I think that's my, that would be my one message for anyone thinking about, um, how they can apply what fuels me to what fuels them. I think that's really good. Um, I liked that you meant you kind of like tied it back to kind of like a little bit more of beginning of your story. Um, just of the idea of making sure like you can't pour from like an empty cup, like you've got to make sure to take breaks and um, refill yourself because if you don't, then it just kind of combusts. Absolutely. And if we've learned anything, you know, from going through these these difficult times, it's that we need to give ourselves, we need to give ourselves our, that room. And out of it comes great growth. I mean, look at this, like resiliency. You know, I think back on being in New York during a time that was very resilient post 9-11 and New Yorkers have that quality. And that's something that I really, that really resonates. So yeah, get to know your why. I like that. Don't pour from an empty cup. You can't. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And the listeners couldn't see this, but as I was saying that you're ironically drinking what looks like water. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, very cheesy, but very applicable. That's right. Drink your water, get lots of sleep. Those are good <laughs> things to getting better skin. Those are the, those are the simple tricks. And then add Romer to the mix. <laughs> Perf- perfect. Water, sleep plus Romer. You got it. Awesome. Um, so before we go, can you just really quick tell the listeners where they can find uh, more about your skincare and where they, uh, yeah, where they can learn more about that? Yes. So go to our website, romerskincare.com, R-O-M-E-R. Uh, you can also shoot us a follow or shoot us a DM on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or Pinterest, which we're on to. Um, and we'd love to connect with you and hear your thoughts. And I think we should offer listeners who got all the way through uh, the podcast interview a discount. Oh, so I'm going to create a coupon. I'm making it up on the spot. So okay. um, we're going to create a coupon for listeners. Let's do um, passion pod. So if you put in the coupon code passion pod pod um you'll get 20 percent off your romer purchase <laughs> exciting we'll definitely include that in the show notes okay good perfect awesome well thank you so much for coming on the podcast lauren it's been awesome to hear your story and just hear about your passion thank you for having me friends i really enjoyed hearing part two from lauren One part of the interview that really stuck out to me was when Lauren said, we want to make sure that we are investing in the change that we want to see in our world. I loved how she said this. There are so many things that we can see as a whole in the market or see happening in our circles of life that are missing. Thank you, Lauren, for the idea and encouragement to pursue investing in the change that we want to see in our world. I hope that we are all encouraged today from part two with Lauren and her story and passion. My prayer is that you would consider what God has for you and what he might be leading you to. You can see the show notes for our music credits. All right, guys, enjoy your week. If you enjoy this episode, please share with a friend. And I will see you back here next time with Jenny Thompson from Safety Pin. Hey, friends, you have just listened to the Narrowing Turns pod with Dr. Hickman Hunter. I'm Audrey and I'm your host. And I am so happy that you're here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are bringing you new shows every other Tuesday and always have on some awesome guests to come and chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Subscribe today to the Norwalk Turns Pod with Audrey Hickman Hunter on your podcast player so you guys will never miss an episode. See you next time.